Welcome back to the Hawk Torah Podcast. I'm Marissa. And I'm Amanda. Did you miss us? I know I missed us. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the last time we recorded was in like December, and it was snowing and pretty outside, and now it's raining and gross outside. Yeah. But I guess we can appreciate the nutrients that Earth is getting from all of this rain. Yeah, but like last time it was the first snow of the season, and now it's just a rainy, muddy day. And we already had too much snow. No, I think we could get more snow. Tuesdays. Tuesdays are my longest day. No, but I like my Tuesday Thursday classes. Those are my favorite. Um, so I'll take any snow there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so this time around, we're going to start off again with our Torah tie-in. We have some four pretty good portions. Yep, so we're going to focus on the portions for February, but if you want the January portions, then you're going to have to look those up, because we took some much-needed time off in January. Yes, much-needed. I mean, mine wasn't super time off, you know. Neither was mine. I took a class, but it's okay. I wrote a thesis. It's fine. I just watched a lot of TV. I watched a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> a lot of Pokemon. Yep. So, for the February portions, first up is Yitro. And this is when we get the Ten Commandments and all that whole big shindig happens. And then is Mishpatim, which we just covered in our last week's like um, blog post. That's what it's called. We build me a sanctuary so I may dwell among them. Great song goes along with that. Definitely yeah. look it up. Um, we're going to post it in this week's blog. So. <laughs> we listened to it before we started recording. It was great. It was yeah. a pop. It was a pop. <laughs> um, and then last up is Titzavet. Which is basically just talking about the clothing for the holy priest. And it actually, fun fact, my bat mitzvah portion was all about um, clothing, clothing for the priests and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about the clothing for the priests because my, my bat mitzvah like, wasn't for another month after this one. Yeah, mine, mine was about people getting swallowed up by the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so we go from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. But basically, we're going to tie it all in with um, the month of February. And, you know, feeling close to other people and loving each other and stuff like that, basically. You know, we don't need a fancy sanctuary nowadays. We don't need a fancy sanctuary or fancy clothes to feel close to Judaism and feel close to God. We do it with the food that we eat. We do it by being with the people that we love. You know, some of the lessons that we learned about, um, like, building a sanctuary so I may dwell among them, is just building yourself a loving community Mm -hmm. so that you can welcome God's presence in that loving community, so surrounding yourself. Creating so we've kind of adapted and we've built our own community, and so now people can use just other aspects of Judaism, not just the Torah, mm-hmm. to do all these cool things. And I mean, I don't see any priests running in breastplates. We put all that on the Torahs now. Yeah, <laughs> all the crowns and all the fancy jewelry goes on the Torahs now, and not the priests. Yeah, it's just not very practical. It is like so. At least in my temple, the bima, all the lights. You get really hot up there with wearing your regular clothes. Mm-hmm. Wearing all that stuff, I'd probably pass out. <laughs> you just can't move, and it's clunky, and what if the light hits it, and you blind someone? You blind somebody. I can't tell you how many times I've been blinded by the Torah, because the light hit the silver in just a way that it went straight into my eye. <laughs> so we'll get into the Torah to wear all the fancy clothes. Yeah. But Valentine's Day, we... Cool, it all went downhill. I think... Now that we're in college and everybody's so focused on relationships, a lot of college students feel like they have to be in a relationship to feel special on Valentine's Day, but that's just not the case. Nope. So today we're going to focus on 
a different aspect of Valentine's Day and how to spend Valentine's Day, even if you're not single. Just like whether you're in a relationship, whether you're single, just like a good way to spend Valentine's Day with just like loving yourself and doing things that you love. And that could involve surrounding yourself by people you love, like a significant other or yeah. some friends. Listening to music you love, yeah. eating your favorite food, watching your favorite movies. You know, talking about musicals with your friends. Over musicals. <laughs> Which we didn't do for two hours before we recorded. Oh, of course not. So um, now we have this gigantic list of things to talk to you about. And it definitely wasn't because my laptop is not cooperating at all. Oh, we love your laptop. We love my laptop. It doesn't have a name. That's okay. I don't know. It's making me mad. I don't know if it. <laughs> it just had a little bit of a blip right there, but that's okay. <laughs> so we decided. Um, I have been obsessing a lot over um, a particular Broadway actor. His name may or may not be Raul Esparza, but he, some of you may know him as um, ADA Raphael Barba on Law and Order. Spoiler alert, he's not on it anymore, and that kind of devastated me. But, you know, I've never heard of you talk about him before. I don't know who this man is. He's all news to me. <laughs> all news to By the way, she's being sarcastic. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> We've had a lot of conversations about this every day. But basically, like, I realized in this season of loving about how I realized a lot about um, how musicals, like, people love musicals and people love going and listening to them, but a lot of them celebrate the relationships between people and people like themselves, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like coming-of-age stories or feelings of failure or realizations about people's lives. Yeah, and just like, what does this say? Just like learning different things about yourself, self-discovery, that's the word I'm looking for, and it's about, yeah, what you were saying, loving yourself. All about how he, like, if you don't know, Jonathan Larson wrote Rent. And that musical has blown up and is a huge, you know, everybody loves Rent. Like, you can't not love Rent. And um, he basically writes about how he was struggling and he was, it was, comes upon his 30th birthday. And he's all like, well, I feel like a failure. I haven't done a lot. I'm literally going nowhere in my life. Um, life has chosen to not necessarily follow the exact path that they want to. Um, should I just give up? Like, I made a vow to myself when I was younger that I wanted to do this. This is what I want to spend my life doing. But it's not working out. Yeah. And I found particular um, inspiration in this show because of some trying times I've had recently in terms of class scheduling and trying to get my life together for rabbinical school after I graduate. And I found it particularly inspiring the struggle he has with himself um, for all those parties in that if you didn't make mm-hmm. the connection. Um, and then hopping off of that, Rent, <laughs> I watched it last night. And in the first eight minutes, I cried and then got really angry. <laughs> it's all about the, these people and their relationships with the relationships with each other, the poor's relationship with the wealthy and the powerful. Um, people are dying. Like it takes place in 1989 in New York. People are dying. People are in poverty. People are using drugs and they all have AIDS and like uh, it's all horrible. But Keep of Faith, which is another Raul Esparza goodie. It's from 2012. It's based off of the movie that featured Steve Martin a while ago. Uh, Reverend Jonas Nightingale is a fake reverend. He's going around town to town trying to trick people into thinking that he can work, perform miracles for them and just so he can steal his money. Steal their money. And 
all of a sudden, like, he's, this kid's in a wheelchair, and he's trying to get Jonas to be like, yo, like, give me a miracle, like, make me mm-hmm. walk. And Jonas is like, oh, shoot, I, I can't do that. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then he's like, yeah, well, like, if your faith is strong enough, then you can, then you can do it. But it, it's not going to happen if your faith isn't strong enough. So the only reason why it wouldn't happen is because you're not, your faith isn't strong enough. So it's your fault that it doesn't happen. But also this kid walks, and he's like, what? <laughs> he is, like, shocked. And then he has this whole soliloquy about how he's like, what just happened? How did this kid walk? And then he realizes that maybe God does exist, even if he doesn't exist, but like miracles do happen. And he changes his relationship with his faith and with God. And I think it's really beautiful. It's also really fun to like just bop to and listen to. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten would recommend for a friend. And Rolla Spars is just so amazing. That is another musical that we were listening to before we started recording while we were waiting for my laptop to get its life together. Yep. Um, so my current fave. So my top is not a surprise if you know me, even in like the littlest bit, um, is Newsies, which is, uh, it was originally a Disney movie from 1994, starring Kristen Bale and that guy from Doogie Howser, his nickname is Vinny from Doogie if I remember correctly. Um, and it was loosely based off of a true story about the newsboy strike of like the late 1800s, I think like 1899-ish, like right before the end of the century. And then after a couple failed adaptations to the stage, eventually it kind of took off into this huge phenomenon. And it's about a group of newsboys who were getting ripped off by all the newspaper giants, specifically by Pulitzer. And they kind of band together and form a union and strike, go on strike, and just try to get their right. So it's all about standing up for what you believe in. It's the little guy standing against uh, standing up against the big guys and like there's so many good like inspiring lines from it that like even though this took place in like the late 1800s still stand today like the whole song watch what happens i find like so many like little like lines i'm like like one of those like give life's little guys some ink and when it dries just watch what happens mm-hmm. so it's like it's really cool for today where yeah there's a lot of stuff where we feel like we're helpless but like we can which can do it. Yeah. So, like, it's such a good show. I haven't seen it, and I have to. I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it is on Netflix. I've Rent seen. is also on Netflix, so go watch both right now. Uh, yeah, After the podcast. Yeah, you finish this podcast. And most of the original Broadway cast is on the Netflix one for Newsies. And oh, nice. Yeah. Like, Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> we watched a lot of them too. We watched a lot of videos of Jeremy Jordan before this too. That's another beautiful human. Yeah. He's so talented. Um, and then one of my other favorites is Legally Blonde the Musical, which is based off of a movie of the same title, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little better than the movie. Like, I, it just, the songs definitely add a lot to it that is missing from the movie. The movie's still great, and obviously, like, I love Legally Blonde, but the musical is super good, and it just shows you to, like, you know, forget about stereotypes, just because she's this blonde girl who went to Harvard to get her love back doesn't mean she can't do great things. And like, she got into Harvard Law School on a whim. (laughs) (laughs) You can't really, like, strike her down for that. And then she, like, got top of her class and became valedictorian. Like, If Elvis can do it, so can you. Yeah, so like, you know, if someone tells you you can't do something because of, like, X, Y, and Z, then screw them. Screw them wrong. 
And then um, my third favorite what is Pippin, and it's a musical my mom introduced me to, where Anna Wimps, who bought the soundtrack, went to had a gift card to Barnes & Noble, because she only buys CDs from Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. I buy the books, she buys the CDs. And so we were listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we were listening to it, and it's so good. It's from the 70s, if I remember correctly. And, like, the music definitely reflects the era. And it's a show within a show, and I don't want to spoil it, because... I would listen to the soundtrack without knowing anything about the show, and then when I went to see it, it was just like a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> so I want, if you ever get the chance to see Pippin, you have to, because it's like, it's the story of this circus troupe putting on the story of Pippin. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, like the story, of, and it's so good, because they have all the acrobats, and when I went to see it, the person that played Pippin in the original Broadway show was in it playing Pippin's dad, mm-hmm. which was super cool. And then this other famous actress, who I forget her name, and mom's going to get mad at me forget, for forgetting her name, is like, I forget how old exactly, but I want to say between like 70s-ish, give or mm-hmm. take a decade or so. And she was doing like trapeze stuff <laughs> during one song. And it's just such a pretty show, and it's such a good message of just like, it tells a story about Pippin who's trying to find his place in the world and he is, comes from like royalty and he tries to like be in the army and that mm-hmm. didn't work and then he tries living his life on a farm and then that's not really what it's just like him trying to find his place in the world and there's a good song from that too called Corner of the Sky which is all about just finding your place like he's like trying to find his corner in the sky like find where he fits in mm-hmm. and the Jackson 5 also does a rendition of it but it's not as good. I love the Jackson 5, but, like, I don't, like... because the Osmonds are better than the Jackson 5. I just... I just <laughs> the Jackson 5 is great, but I like the original better. And there's also a revival, and I still just like the original soundtrack better. So if you want to listen to Pippin, find the original Broadway soundtrack, because it's so good. Might be on... Probably on YouTube. Might be on uh, Spotify. I know the revival's on Spotify. I have the original on Spotify because I own the yeah. soundtrack, so I don't know. You can find it. Find it somewhere. Recommend it. Um, so those are our like, current faves, but with our faves, there are a lot that we want to like see or that we have seen. So like for me, two of my current faves I have not seen, so Tick, Tick, Boom, I would love to see. It was originally came out in like 2001, mm-hmm. um, and it takes place in 1993. It came out in 2001. And it was revived in 2016 with Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, <laughs> oh, it was like fantastic. <laughs> but it, I wouldn't mind if it was revived again uh, two years later. And Legal Faith, that was really good. Queen Elizabeth ever get a revival? But I think that was super good. Um, Book of Mormon, I'm excited to see because we're seeing it. My family and I are seeing it in June, and I'm really excited. Uh, Dear Evan Hansen has some really good music, so I would not mind seeing it. Love Dear Evan Hansen. (laughs) Would not mind. And, like, Company, I've heard is really good, so I like to see Company Mm -hmm. and Funny Girl, because I've seen the the movie of Funny Girl, Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. So for mine, I definitely want to see Dear Evan Hansen, because I'm kind of getting a little bit out of my super obsessive phase, but there's, like, a week where all I would listen to is Dear Evan Hansen. Mm Mm-hmm. But also just like the same few songs over and over because I have my favorites. But the whole thing is so good and I would love to see it. Um, I also really want to see The Addams Family 
that needs to be revived. <laughs> yeah. And because I first got into it because a West End actress that I really like, who's an author and actress and YouTuber, just all around amazing person, was just in the West End version of the Adams Family as mm-hmm. Wednesday Adams. And just like she would bring you around and like for her YouTube channel, she'd have like Watch Me Wednesdays. And so you would go around backstage and get to see everything and just like the show. And then the soundtrack, the original like Broadway soundtrack has Nathan Lane in it. Like, and it's just, it's such, it looks like such a fun show telling the story of like the characters you all know and love from the Adams Family, but just like a little in the future where Wednesday's older and has like a boyfriend slash fiance and mm-hmm. like stuff goes down because he's like he's the total opposite of what the Adams are mm-hmm. and so it's just like super cool I really want to see that um what else things I haven't seen that I want to see this is where my laptop wouldn't work and then I couldn't make my <laughs> way <laughs> the SpongeBob SquarePants musical was, I haven't heard terrible things like they performed at the Thanksgiving Day Parade and Throwback, if you listen to our Thanksgiving podcast, you know that I watch it religiously every year, year, and it's so terrible now, but I watch it anyway. (laughs) But it looks like it's such a fun show. I had a friend friend from high school went to see it recently. I heard it's been pretty good. I heard it's good. I was just talking about things that I want to see before this. Um, I want to see... I would love to see Legally Blonde again. I saw my friend would do theater camp, and they would put on production of shows, and that's how I first saw mm-hmm. Legally Blonde. I'd love to see that. Hold on. Going to my Broadway play. Beautiful. I have this whole brain about how right. I want to be beautiful. So, Beautiful Karaoke Musical. My mom, okay, another show my mom introduced me to by buying the soundtrack with uh, Barnes & Noble gift cards. Um, if anyone wants to give my mom more Barnes and Noble gift cards so she can buy a musical soundtrack and introduce me to more shows, that would be cool. Um, but beautiful, great. It's literally just a story of Carol King, and the soundtrack is just all Carol King songs, mm-hmm. and it's so good. And Jesse Mueller, yes, Jesse, right? Ninety nine percent sure is Jesse Mueller who is playing Carol King in the original Broadway cast, and she does a fantastic job. Um, I also... Anastasia, like you were saying before. Yes! Also, yes, it is Jesse Mueller. And yes, Anastasia, which is a great movie about, like, the real people, kind I've of. I've never seen the movie. I think it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix, so it. we need to add that to our movie <laughs> list. Cause it's so good. And But I've been singing, so like, I take voice lessons here at mm-hmm. Newhart, and I've been singing a couple of the songs from there, and the music's really good. Also, um... Like, just the cast and, like, the voices in, like, on that soundtrack are absolutely amazing. It's so good. Also, I have another one I want to see. On Your Feet, which is a story I've of heard good things about Gloria Estefan. And I've seen just, like, performances. They did it at the Kennedy Center mm-hmm. Honors this past year. Pretty sure it was this past Kennedy Center Honors, which my mom also got me into watching. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my mom. Um, but it's... It looks so fun, and I went through a little phase when I was younger, just really loving Gloria Estefan, so I would love to see that. Also, a show that I know literally nothing about, but I want to see is, uh, what's it called? I don't know what I'm talking about you! <laughs> Million Dollar Quartet. That's Wait, it. No. I like the quartet one. That one sounds pretty cool. I just, I just really love 
musicals. Yeah, there's a lot of shows out there that like I have mm-hmm. no idea what they're about, but I wouldn't mind going to see them. Like, um, Be More Chill is supposed to be phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it's like if you like Dear Evan Hansen, you're gonna like Be More Chill. So that's on my list of things to listen to. Also, I'm interested. I don't know if I'm necessarily interested in going to see it, but I'm interested to see how Mean Girls musicals kind of play out. They're starting previews in March, mm-hmm. and I think I hope it's good. Tina Fey's like producing it, so yeah, and she was the producer for the movie. Yeah, so I guess we. It should be good. I feel I'm like curious. It, yeah, I'm curious. I've also only ever seen Mean Girls once, and like unlike most of the population, I'm kind of okay with it having only seen it once. I think that that's. I think it's gonna be okay if it turns out to be like how they turned Legally Blonde into a musical. Then like it's gonna then be phenomenal. Also, speaking of movies that got turned into musicals, Bring It On, the musical. That got turned into a musical? Yeah. No. And I'm, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Lin-Manuel Miranda had something to do with it. Because one day I was listening to show tunes on Spotify, like I do all the time, and a song from that popped up, and I was like, huh, this sounds like something in Hamilton. And Which would make was, a lot of sense. Yeah, so um, that looks like such a... Sounds like a really fun show. Also, Hamilton would be really fun to see. It would be really great to see. I have not listened to the soundtrack at all. It's really good. But I've heard good things. Um, Anything else? There's so many things. So many. All of them. Can I see all of them? Something Rotten looks like fun. Um, Footloose, the musical. Again, my friend did that at the theater camp. I saw it and it was fun. Um... I've heard good things about a Bronx Tale. I've heard the of musical, that. I've heard good things. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I kind of sort of want to see Kiss Me Kate because I did that my junior year of high school and it was a mess. So I kind of like to see what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. <laughs> because I went through it. Also, none of us actually knew what the story of Kiss Me Kate was. That's another musical that's like a story within a story. But I don't think anyone of our cast really knew what was going on. And then I finally yeah. watched it. It's on YouTube if you ever want to watch it. Uh, not my not my version, thank God. But, like, <laughs> an actual production of Kiss Me Kate is on YouTube unless it got taken down. So if you want to see. Um, I'm looking through my. The Music Man is a fun. Yeah. I'm fun. Did that my freshman year. That was one of the best ones we've done. I haven't seen Aladdin, but you have, and I want to see it. Oh, my God. Aladdin was so good. That can That's our segue into the shows that we have seen. My list, it's not complete yet, but I made a list that has, like, 20 on there. That includes, like, Broadway, Off-Broadway, movie mm-hmm. musicals, Temple Productions, High School Productions, U-Heart Productions. So one of my favorite um, Broadway shows I've seen has was Aladdin. I saw it last like, January. Mm-hmm. And... I was in awe. I was in the second row, which helps with like the awe factor. But the sets and the costumes and the talent in that show, just wow, <laughs> just wow. I have listened to um, these palace walls, like one of the songs from the soundtrack, fifty-two times according to my iTunes, which is totally fine. It's such a good song, mm-hmm. and Alan Menken is just a genius. Um, I, we love Alan Menken so much. <laughs> Like, love so love. much. Love, love. Um, I'd say that my favorite off-Broadway show, so I've seen, so I love Rent, right? Because mm-hmm. my family and I have seen Rent on Broadway and off-Broadway. But my other, other than that, The Alter Boys was pretty good. We listened to that before. Yeah. And it was super it's fun. It's hilarious. And they, like, throw out a hat into the audience that has all the people sign it. There's, like, five people on the show. Mm-hmm. And 
they all signed the hat. And they usually throw it out, but they saw me because obviously we were like really close. We we're in like the second row. Mm-hmm. And they handed it right to me, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, ah. So I still have it at home. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. Um, my favorite heart show, I've only seen a few because I haven't been here very long, but mm-hmm. I've seen Avita, which is really good, and um, 42nd Street, and Curtains. Curtains I've seen elsewhere, too, and that's a really mm-hmm. good show. But I think my favorite one was Titanic. They did a really, it was really good. Just really good, and I would not mind seeing that again. So, uh, fun fact, I've never been to see a show on Broadway. I've only ever seen, like, the touring cast mm-hmm. of things and stuff. But I think... because you live further away. Yeah. So, I saw one of my favorites, another fun fact about me, if no one could tell already, but my favorite movie is The Lion King. Like, not favorite Disney movie, just, like, favorite movie in general. Favorite it's the, anything. Is The Lion, the Lion King. King. Um, and when I was in probably around second grade or so, second, third grade, I got to see The Lion King with my parents, and I don't know how we got these seats, but we were second row, and I was second from the aisle, and if you know anything about the production of The Lion King, you know all the animals are coming down the aisle to get to the stage and, like, the opening yeah. and stuff, and just, like, they utilize the aisles a lot in the show, which is really cool in general, but, like, so I was just, like, watching, and just, like, elephants were coming down, yeah. by, and it's just so cool. I would love to see The Lion King again, but now that I'm older, because it's been a long time. I love exactly. to just like relive that magical moment. Exactly. Like, I've um, seen Rent a lot, mm-hmm. but I think I would appreciate it more now. Yeah, I think Rent was my favorite show that I've seen here at Heart. Like, I missed it by heart. a year. I was I so upset. I saw it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else that I would love to see again is uh, Pippin. Love to see Pippin again. I would also love to see Newsies again. I got to see it. A couple of years ago on my birthday because it was they announced their tour and I was looking up the dates and it just so happened that like the week they came to near me it was my birthday week and they had a show on my birthday so it was super fun and I got to, I went to stage door after and I got to say hi to the cast members and I showed Amanda earlier some pictures I have with the cast <laughs> members because I showed her one of my favorite songs which they added just for the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very emotional song, and I got to take a picture with the guy that sings it, and my Play-Doh was just covered with signatures, and it was just, like, the coolest experience, because I think that was, like, the first big show that I've seen on, like, a big scale, because, like, before that, I'd seen, like, my friends in shows, or, like, I was in my high school shows, but, like, I'd never seen, like, something, like, not in my city, like, we went to, like, a bigger city, and all this huge production, and it was just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Also, really liked, which I feel is like, like Pippin, a very underrated show, but American Idiot, mm-hmm. which is like all Green Day songs, and I saw it my sophomore year of high school, and it, it's literally just sex, drugs, and rock and roll in musical form, mm-hmm. and it's so good, <laughs> and we almost missed the very end. Spoiler alert, if, you ever, if it ever tours again, and you get to see it, wait until after the final bows. Don't get up and leave, because we almost missed something really cool. Um, I've also, like, I've seen Les Mis twice, so mm-hmm. I got tickets for my birthday, my 17th birthday, yeah, mm-hmm. so like three years ago, four, almost four years ago, oh my goodness, huh. <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> and we saw it, it is absolutely amazing, we were super close to the stage, um, like, I loved it, and then again, I saw it 
my freshman year of college, so right after my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. I went on the short-term study abroad to London, and we went to see a show in the West End. I was hoping that it would be Aladdin, but it was Les Mis, and I did not mind that it was Les Mis. Let me tell you, my friends that are on the trip with me can attest to it. We, the curtain was not even up yet, and the first note to the overture, like, sounded, and I just burst into tears. <laughs> I was just so excited, and I knew how great this show was. And the one, the production on the West End was on a turntable, mm-hmm. which made it so different than the um, production that I saw on Broadway, because the one on Broadway was not on a turntable. And the way mm-hmm. that they utilize the stage and do the different scenes, like when um, Javert jumps off a bridge, uh-huh. it's much different in New York than it was in London, <laughs> yeah. the way they did it. Yeah, and fun fact, remember the actress I was talking about that was Wednesday Adams? Mm-hmm. And she was at the mean in my mid in the West End for a very long time. That's so I, don't, cool. I don't think it was when you went to see, because I think she left like, yeah. recently. But yeah, so I know a lot about that, because again, she yeah. would bring you backstage, and it's just really cool. Yeah, I spend way too much money at musicals, though. Like, at that musical, I bought a t-shirt, the song, like, the piano and vocal section, mm-hmm. and, I, and a program, it was like 20 pounds. And then when I went to see Aladdin, I bought a t-shirt and the CD, and then my dad bought me a tote bag, a blanket, and a mug. Yeah, so, <laughs> so my mom and I went to see Newsies. <laughs> Well, first of all, like it started and I was like holding back tears because I was like, I can't cry because then I can't see the show. <laughs> so I was like, and you're so overcome with emotion that you're not paying attention. Yeah, so I was like, don't cry, don't cry. And then I saw my mom go and she's like, yeah, I almost started crying too because like I had been waiting years to get to go see the show and yeah. like obsessively listening to the soundtrack. And then it happened and then I was there and it was great. And so then afterwards we went to the little, or no, I think it was before we went at a good time so there wasn't a crazy line um and we got i got a t-shirt it's like a really cool like three-quarter t-shirt i got a poster i think my mom got something we had like i have a picture on my phone of all the things we got and then she was like hey for like an extra five dollars you can get a tote bag to carry all the stuff and we're like I'm a course. Okay. <laughs> of course. That's how they sold my dad on the blanket and the mug because it came in a tote bag. Yeah. It was only a little bit extra. Yeah, and I'm like, five dollars, why not? Exactly. Um, okay, so I have my pictures. I got a poster. I got the tote bag. I got the shirt. Um, and then the program that they gave us. I think that's all we bought. Mm-hmm. We we restrained ourselves. I actually just thought of another show I'd like to see. The band's visit. It's very new, mm-hmm. um, not very new, like it didn't come out yesterday, but it's newer, and um, I saw a movie of it for a class, and mm-hmm. it was very good, it was like this Egyptian, um, this Egyptian marching band that gets mm-hmm. stuck in Israel, and it's like a really cool story. I had to watch this movie for a class, and it was all in like Hebrew. I think I've heard of this musical before, actually. It was mm-hmm. really good. So I'm curious to see how the musical would turn out because they obviously can't do it all, all in Hebrew because it's in America. Mm-hmm. But it would be interesting, and I think that's I, actually thinking about it, having like the Middle East represented in a musical, I think is super <laughs> cool. Don't you think? I agree. Yes. <laughs> well, now that we've ranted for 30 minutes about musicals, and we honestly could go on for longer if we on. wanted. But we're gonna stop here. Um, <laughs> but we totally want to hear about your favorite musicals, anything that you want us to see or listen to. 
Yeah, so I do a recommendation because I love listening to, actually, I'm really, that's a lie. I'm so bad at listening to new, new music, but I would love we to can try. We can try. <laughs> um, but I listen to Dear Evan Hansen, and that's a new musical. Exactly. And then I loved it. So send recommendations. What are your, like Amanda said, what's your favorite? Any suggestions for what you want us to talk about next time, too? Oh, yeah. We definitely want suggestions. Yes. And have a great February. Yeah, until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.